I have the 16 week training plan it'll keep you excited but after that you know you'll again take a step back relax but at the same time it's important to be in the sport like what you said exactly. the 3k jog or the 5k jog that you're doing you still come and be a part of the group you need not have a goal all the time hmm. you know i mean you also have life yeah exactly <laughs> okay. no you can't say okay i did this i did that so i i usually uh, tell people to pick one good goal in a year hmm. so usually the races are paced in such a way that you know uh, a lot of people say i have a 10k goal I have a half marathon goal and I have a full marathon goal. I go tell them Kipchoge has got only marathon goal. <laughs> okay, Mofar has only got 5000 meters goal. Yeah. Usain Bolt has only 100 meters goal. Okay, you're having too many goals. No <laughs> serious, amateurs have more goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And then suddenly goal will change. That guy was being you know, this I said Kipchoge is only focusing on himself. You know, he doesn't talk about Bekele, you know. I am Baiki Winky and this is the Working Athlete podcast. Here I talk to working athletes from all walks of life and experts from various sports to provide you with inspiration, training tips, time management and lifestyle advice. If this is something that interests you, please make sure you subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss any future episodes. Today's guest, Shreyas Karnad is a running coach. He was one of the first guests on the podcast in fact he was the third in the third episode of podcast he shared his endurance and weight loss journeys of going from 120 kg to 60 kg and from 5 hour marathon to sub 3 hour marathon it was a pretty inspiring episode if you haven't heard or watched that episode i would highly recommend you do that i will include the link for that episode in the show notes in this episode we talked more about his coaching philosophy which is much more than making a training plan in fact he says that coaching starts after the training plan is sent out we went on to talk about various other aspects of training and coaching for endurance sports i thoroughly enjoyed this chat I hope you do too. With that, let us get into my conversation with Shreyas Karnad. Welcome to the Working Athlete Podcast, uh, Shreyas. It's a pleasure having you on the show. Likewise, Venki. Uh, very nice to be here. I think the last time we did was the uh, virtual one. So it's the first time I'm getting a feel of this. So thank you for inviting me. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yours was uh, the fifth episode. Fifth I episode, think. yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it was... Uh, when I started, it was all... Uh, uh through zoom through yeah, that yeah, pandemic yeah, yeah. Uh, time so it was all zoom and uh, but over the years i realized uh, now after c- completing about 100 uh, episodes uh, i realized that it's a lot uh, it makes a lot of difference sitting uh, across sitting and face to face and uh, it makes a huge difference uh, not just in terms of quality but also in terms of um, you know we don't have to deal with the network issues and all that uh, so audio quality video quality and just interacting across uh, a digital divide versus uh, this uh, makes a huge difference so that's it's been my experience Great. So great great to have so you So congratulations on crossing uh, 100 plus podcasts I think uh, you've grown very organically just keep seeing the kind of uh, guests that you've been getting I think it's very interesting and very inspiring um, I always get inspired by everyday people you know in today's world where you know uh, you know people who have similar challenges you know when they do things it's more inspiring than someone who's doing this full time right so thank you for bringing in a wide range of people you know which is so inspiring which helps us um, 
you know stay grounded yet you know um find that inspiration to chase our dreams and fulfill our potential so thank you for bridging that um you know that 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 knowledge gap and the inspirational gap that is always existing so thanks thank you kind words so um shreyas let us uh, talk about you know now you have been in the space uh, as a coach for a long time uh, but uh, you know for those who haven't uh, probably hear, heard about your story let us use maybe a few minutes to uh, summarize your journey so far uh, you know how you started and how you got here yeah uh been i've been running since 2009 you know i joined um, a gym local gym when i was about 120 kgs you know that's when i you know you know started running um so yeah about 2009 to 2022 but 13 14 years of running um and uh, i've been coaching since 2015 16 onwards so about 6 7 years of coaching and coached over um but almost about 1000 people in various formats through workshops and through personal training and through group coaching so um you know that's that's been in a nutshell and uh, <clears throat> i mean i always wanted um, you know to be the coach that I always had you know that was my motto and that's still my motto right you know uh, and uh, that is what i'm even now constantly working on refining myself to be that person where always you know wanted uh, to work with um it's been a great journey um starting in 2009 um there was not much of internet or you know the know how about the sport so we learned through a lot of trial and error okay um at that point of time and things a lot of things have changed in the last 3 to 4 years especially a lot of things have changed you know especially in the running space um, in terms of how we approach running be it nutrition or be it training plans so on and so forth um so through these years of uh, coaching and running i've realized that yes technical aspect is extremely extremely important uh, which everyone knows because of without a proper plan or a structure you cannot get where you want to get to but i also believe that <clears throat> we are human beings you know we need that um, you know emotional um, intelligence uh, to understand the people that we work with um, and also you know empathize with you know people because as a you know as a community we have people from various backgrounds right you know different motivational um, you know issues or you know different reasons why they do what they do so now that is where i am you know more than more than a running coach i call myself um, um i know how to put it uh, i mean running coach okay it, it's very sounds very technical um i'm i'm at a i'm at a place where i'm you know trying to understand people more i'm trying to understand human psychology you know more so that i can deliver um you know better on all fronts so that's where i am now nice nice you know the thing is with you you have uh, a journey uh, in endurance sport that uh, a uh, that kind of uh, is a bit inspirational in terms of you you were dealing with a lot of weight yeah. uh, weight issues you were uh, over 100 kilos 120 120 120 to that's oh, where my the wings scales could yeah yeah so you had um, you were dealing with that you were dealing with uh, you know uh, uh mental you know depression yeah, kind of yeah. issues and all that you used uh, running and uh, you know endurance as uh, to get through that 
right yeah uh, and you know that that uh, that itself is quite inspirational but to add to that you are now in a space where you are uh, you know mentoring a lot of people you are guiding and you know as a coach as a running coach with uh, run, runners 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 360 yeah. runners 360 um, it is it's quite a journey right so <clears throat> from your experience what uh, what is you know uh, what makes a good coach <laughs> that's a very <clears throat> difficult question i don't think you know the i mean nobody can call themselves a good coach you know like though i'm training people you go ask 20% will say no it's not a good coach <laughs> right so there's a good coach or a bad coach but i always feel that a coach is constantly evolving as long as um uh, see you know when somebody comes with a specific target all right you know i can make them achieve but in the process i can make them miserable all right you know i can make you know you know put them through a you know a training program that's crazy that can you know lead to you know depression anxiety and you know still achieve the target all right and there'll be other people where uh, we may not achieve the you know target but at the same time you know, they'll be a lot more happier you know they would enjoy the journey you know they would learn a lot more about themselves or the sport so good coach or a I wouldn't say bad coach, but a good coach is a very, uh, it's, it's very difficult to put it across. Mm. But according to me, the kind of coach that I want to be is, um, first is uh, my ability to understand the individual. That's the first thing. You need to understand the person, all mm. right? Where he's coming from, why is he doing what he's doing and where he wants to go, mm. okay? So once you understand this and then you fit the plan into the person, you don't, um, you know, do the other way around. You know, you don't, you don't, you don't, uh, what do you say, uh, bring a plan and then fit the person into the plan. All right. I mean, just to say in, in, in words, a good coach according to me is who can fit a plan into an individual and make it happen. Right, right. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, like you said, there is, <clears throat> it is very hard to define yeah. what a good coach is because uh, depends on from person to person, person yeah. right so i might be uh, a right fit for you know a few kind of people yeah but i might be uh, you know a misfit as a coach for certain type of uh, people in just in in terms of what they need in terms of interaction or something that i might be lacking or you know yeah. it, it can happen it's not like a hundred percent you know <laughs> we would be uh, good for everyone right so that that aspect is also there the personalities of yeah. both the trainees and uh, you know coaches come into the picture because it is not just about uh, giving a plan like True. you said yeah. right so that that is there so um, now you have been uh, coaching for uh, say how About many years close to seven years now to right. 2015 was my first coaching assignment mm. and yeah and now 2022 20, we are in yeah it's about seven years yeah so i i i've been um, as well like uh, it's been um, i started in 2016 uh, officially mm -hmm. like but i've started kind of mentoring uh, from 15 so we have a, a bit of a parallel, <laughs> parallel. Uh, coaching career yeah. career if you may call it so correct, correct. Uh, but you have gone through uh, with running 
and also um, the gist of taking it full time yeah. unlike me yeah. uh, you have uh, worked with a lot more people in your experience so far what are the things that you observe that they need help with most like i said even now i was thinking in the morning what kind of people i want to work with when i i'll just tell you, so to give a background i'll just tell you how this thing of coaching came into my mind so right from childhood okay i was being bullied and uh, and i wasn't a great student so i thought this education this desk job and all is not for me <laughs> okay i want to do something physically <clears throat> sorry because that is where i can bring my best out so i'm i'm a person where i get a lot of joy in physical um, activities and but there was no what do you say um you know opportunity because i was not fit okay mm. but i always had the energy and then um all this happened then i lost weight then i was working in an it uh, company and then i got to travel a little bit uh and then you know while i was doing all this i also discovered running and you know lost that weight and so on and so forth but i always wanted to do something full time with regard to running mm. you know i'm too old to go back and say you know i'll go to olympics and nobody will pay you for running i was just thinking will anybody sponsor me will anybody pay me a lakh if i run for them you know i was getting all these ideas you know you know why wouldn't because i was i was reading a lot about athletes in the us recreation athletes like dean carnesis you know dean carnesis left his uh, job and then he got sponsors he did a lot of races across america then he did a lot of these um, kind of um, you know this is running um, you know what do you say this 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 fit america kind of runs so on and so forth where he got a lot of corporate supporting him so he made a lot of money through that I thought can I do that but I'm not so fit to run across India <laughs> you know they'll call me a madman right even now if you keep running you know they'll call me a madman in India definitely still nobody will pay you to go and run especially a recreation runner and that's when I realized you no know, okay coaching is a way but I didn't know how to start and in 2013 I was um, you know I was outside the country on work for a few months and there I worked with um, you know triathlete he was uh, is like a 845 kona kind of a guy mm-hmm. you know, very very um, you know pro triathlete and i used to you know train with him for 3 days not because you know i'll improve something but i just wanted to know how he used to conduct with people how was his training because 2013 i would be about what just 25 26 years very young mm. okay and i mean someone in 25s who does not have great numbers or great performances you know nobody will even hire as a coach all right and um, so i was observing him a lot you know how is he training people because different kinds of people used to come so i always used to hand you know observe him and so on and so forth then i came back and then 2013 itself we wanted to start something but then things didn't work out and then i had to wait uh, till 2015 uh, and um, like i said if you want something for a long time god will conspire to give you okay if you want it for a long time so this started you know somewhere a few years ago and um, i had a you know bike uh, accident you know motorbike accident mm-hmm. and um, i fell off the bike <clears throat> and i was wondering uh, i was i was lying on the bed and i was asking myself you know what if that is something that happened to me did i did, did i love my people to the fullest and did did i live my uh, life to the fullest all right those are two things did i did I live my passion and did i love the people that i always um, you know uh wanted to be with okay so that was basically family and friends and then and then life is all about again adventure running so mm. both were okay because i mean there was there was not 100% into this okay work was there but it was there mm. i was not really passionate about my job family was there you were spending 12 hours at your workspace you're not able to spend a lot of time with your family so that that one month on the bed started giving me a lot of uh, ideas and um that's when i got an opportunity to um, go to isha foundation um, in coimbatore mm-hmm. so isha foundation they have the 
uh, monks there the monks you know the, both the female and the male monks where they they run the key races to raise funds for isha vidya oh. okay so and um, again that is some good karma that came by uh, it's a very interesting so i believe a lot in good karma okay and earlier that year in april so we had done some fundraising for uh, isha vidya we cycled from bangalore coimbatore about you know and raised some 40000 rupees so that you know four kids education is taken care of then that was it and they had made a small little documentary so that they could they could use that to inspire other people to raise funds for isha vidya and uh, so that good karma came by here and they said um, you know why don't you come down and since you're into running and you know why don't you come and do like a three day workshop kind of a thing so it was beautiful you know in the mountains you know you're working uh, there with the monks and you know i was like okay you know it's a different culture there right you yeah, have to yeah. revere people there's a lot of respect and i'm generally um, you know i'm pretty extrovert all right so i'm i'm pretty loud you know <laughs> i talk a lot and uh, and then suddenly you have to go you know it's it's a very quiet culture and then you have to respect everyone you know so and i then that's the first thing that i realized is okay coaching means it's not about you it's about addressing the audience when you go it's it's it's, it's not about you it's how you can reach out to the audience okay you can be whatever you want but if you can't relate to people there's no point doing it right, right? So that was my first lesson there. So we worked for 3 days and then I came back um, and I was still thinking what to do what to do what to do that was that was the assignment was over. Again next in a few months uh, again Isha Foundation came back and they said can you do something in Bangalore like this because there were a lot of volunteers. And uh, <clears throat> I said okay this is it um, this was in 2016 um, you know we started training 3 months I used to wake up in the morning I said God has given me this opportunity of course no money okay 3 months. um and um you know i i'll go and coach people 40 people 50 people used to come you know few days in a week and then yeah i thought you know fantastic i said even if one person if i can convince them to pay 1000 rupees you know i'll make 50 grand and it's it's all right so i said okay with that i took a sabbatical i said 6 months non paid sabbatical but after the 3 months of that the program got over then i said okay it's all done you run your races you know the race is done then whoever wants to join this is the fees and tomorrow morning we'll meet and some two or three people came <laughs> <laughs> so from uh, 40 50 people, 50 people uh, and i'm taking sabbatical okay and uh, at home everybody is like what the hell are you doing you know you quit a job and my father in law was like shocked you know because you know we come from a very conservative background and they thought you know this guy will who is working in mnc he will get married my daughter will go to us <laughs> you know that's i mean that's I how, yeah that's how the kind of thing you know people think and not to blame them that's how the culture is right <laughs> and then here i am talking about running coaching and you're going to get money i mean are you making any sense but uh, i'm really thankful for them because they never resisted they said okay mm-hmm. you do what you want and um, and just living a lot of i mean i was living a very minimalistic life because i know i could i could not afford many things so we stopped eating outside i was walking to metro station i was taking metros um you know i didn't shop anything for myself or i you know there were days where i just ate one meal because i know i was not earning money and i felt somewhat you know i shouldn't i shouldn't you know i should only live very minimalistic but somehow that that turning up for the two people three people i was never demotivated i said i we will do something already you keep turning up you keep turning up right and someday something will click <clears throat> so and i always felt okay if god has created me an opportunity to coaching and sending two people that itself is a big thing who knows you know what will this turn out into so and um, and from every person i was learning something you know the, the two people who came you know one was like a 30 year old one is a 40 year old one is a 60 year old see in in, in amateurs like my friend said 
you go to Kipchoge's camp, everybody has the same talent, everybody is the same age, everybody is the same food. When you come here, okay, you have to talk to a 20-year-old, He's he comes from a different background. Then there is a 40-year-old, he comes from a different background. There's a 60-year-old, they come from a different background and everybody wants to be treated the same. That's the first thing I realized. Mm. You have to give them dignity, no matter where they come from, what they do and what are their goals, everybody's the same. That's the first thing I've realized. You have to treat everyone the same. There is no... That's why in our in our group, um, there is no elite, sub-elite, amateur. I say everyone are recreational runners, including me. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, even I'm a recreational we runner. Are. Yeah. yeah. So I said, you know, whatever you, do, whatever you are doing is only for your own good. And we're not going to compare. So that was the second, second thing I realized. You know, no comparison. You know, respect everyone. No comparison. And remember that everyone is unique. So even now, these are the three, um, you know, parameters I work on. And for me, you, you run a 38-minute 10K. It's not that you, you're paying me in gold coins. <laughs> right. right. Generally, for example, yeah. and just because somebody is running 100 minutes 10k, it's not that they're giving me copper coins. Everybody is giving the same money, and everybody needs the same amount of time, effort, and ultimately, like always, keep telling you know, treat them as your own. Mm. Treat them like how you want to be treated. No matter what you are, who you do, they don't they don't care about it. So, and that's how I started, you know, and and that was my biggest learning because until then, you know, you just working in IT, you know, you just have this okay. You know, you know, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm this, you know, this is my career growth. I have to attend this email, so on and so forth. I have my boss, I have my subordinates, I have my colleagues. You have the set pattern. Here, there is no set pattern. And that is when, you know, all the things that I was thinking in theory, you know, universe is one big family, you know, and then all inclusiveness and everything. But when I started seeing people, then that's when I realized, you know, everybody have got the problems, everybody have got the challenges. And you need to, uh, you know, understand that, you know, empathize with that. Um, and appreciate the opportunities that you've got um, and see how you can share those learnings. And then I realized now, you know, I'm not saying I'm there yet, but I can I can connect to anyone. Like I can sit with you, I can still feel, you know, when we're having lunch, we're talking, you're saying some things that we've gone through in life, right? Yeah. I could feel that empathy, you know? Right. And then I also realized then somewhere at the background, I also read about you, something flashed by, you know, right. what you've gone through and all that. So now I can connect to people a lot more because without, without that connection, <clears throat> you know, uh, I don't think uh, in 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 the, in the long run. Yes, you may you may succeed in terms of numbers. You may succeed in terms of making revenue, so on and so forth. But the satisfaction will be not there. You know, like like today we can definitely scale scale up to like we can have a thousand people. But I know I cannot empathize with thousand people. Mm -hmm. So I coach about currently about two hundred odd people. But I know every person what they're doing, what they've done this morning. You know what who needs help. You know who needs a little more hand holding. So yeah, that's that's the biggest uh, key takeaway. You know, yeah. understand everyone is unique, you know, understand that uniqueness in them and help them find that, um, that unique, uh, you know, potential and fulfill it. Yeah. No, I know it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very long answer, yeah. but I have to tell many things. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? definitely. It, it uh, definitely makes sense. When we started, we learned a lot of things from uh, uh, just trying, right? But now the situation is quite different, yeah. right? So I, I see a uh, lot, many people who are there, who are uh, into coaching. Some of my friends uh, say that there are more coaches than... <laughs> <laughs> trainees now. <clears throat> yeah. There are more coaches than trainees now. How do you look at uh, this uh, situation now, uh, right now? I mean, it's great, isn't it? Like I said, in India, there is still that um, huge space for coaches to come in. Hmm. Okay. Now there's a difference between a trainer and a coach. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, an instructor and a trainer and a coach. You know, there's a big difference. You know, coach is someone who looks into all the aspects that we spoke about, uh, and um, and it took it took me a long time to you know get a coach my, for myself. You know, I have my coach. His name is Somer Rauti. Also know him. Mm-hmm. So it took me years to find a coach. You know, and we've been working together for now four years now. And not only that, the running space is growing exponentially in India. It is really, really exponential. Um, you know, especially after the pandemic, right? A lot of people because when the gyms were closed and people got in running, and you look at the kind of events, you know, that's coming up every weekend. There's an event, okay? And running is also becoming kind of an experiential kind of a thing. Now people go to Ladakh, people go to Berlin, they go to Chicago, they go to London, and everybody's serious about it. And now they've realized that um, you know they need some kind of a guidance, okay? So definitely, there's a lot of. Uh, I know scope for um, you know coaching here. Okay, so what kind of coach one wants to become? It's up to them. Right. Okay, and I feel there's space for everyone. Hmm. You know, today I keep telling everyone. You know, I I encourage people to become coaches. Right. All right. I said I said yeah. If you have it in you, if you have good experience over the years, and if you have a transformation journey, you know, a couple of certifications just to know the technical aspects because I always feel you need to upgrade, learn, and all that. Um, and and if you're really really passionate and if you really have this what do you call as a servant leadership kind of attitude you know definitely you know people can succeed but um, on contrary to what your friend said i think there's we need a lot more coaches now and believe me people are looking more at personalization now somebody comes to me they said uh, you know today's money is not a problem you know they said you know i get a lot of you know requests like that you know we can pay you session wise you know you know give me a program where um you know everything needs to be customized i don't want to be a, you know uh, what do you say um, you know get a generic plan i want to work one on one with you that market is really really improving and where are the coaches you tell me 10 running coaches in 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 bangalore mm-hmm. give me 10 names <laughs> yeah i know yeah uh, give me six names i'm telling you it's very difficult you ask me 10 names it's very uh, difficult i can only tell you six seven names mm. you tell me in india i don't know right yeah maybe 12 13 15 max there is definitely scope for uh, huge. more more huge more. huge yeah. huge you know that that is that is true uh, in the sense uh, you know he he was only uh, half joking but there yeah. uh, i completely agree with you right there is uh, a space for everyone uh, when uh, when we started uh, you know there hardly any right yeah. uh, now there are a few more but uh, it it is uh, it is still uh, only a handful right uh, but it is it's not just about uh, uh, being able to give a plan but it is much more than yeah. uh, that right uh, t- taking a plan uh, it is it is free it's free yeah yeah you you can you uh, dime a dozen is not not even a dime <laughs> dime right? yeah yeah so you you have access to internet there yeah. are uh, yeah. tons of uh, free plans out there but what what do you think uh, beyond plan okay what are what are the things that uh, a coach offers beyond just planning i tell the people i work with your coaching starts where the training plan ends mm. <laughs> okay so on the sunday and the monday it's easy you know we, we we have a very simple format where i just have this google sheets you know it's very easy to handle and um i've tried many apps it's not worked it's too complicated today strava is the most easiest thing mm. and you don't need for runners you don't need much data hmm. all right you know um so i just have four or five parameters of data which strava and garmin gives me and that is all i look into and google sheets is very easy you know it just takes oh, you know you know few minutes to update it but then um after you send a plan until next sunday you know my heart will be beating you know what how is that person done until the next call that we have 
you know is he able to do it sometimes you won't believe i get even um, you know a little bit of you know anxiety when somebody calls and they said you know uh, i was not able to do it then i ask them you know how was the week and uh, you know how was how were you mentally you know did it? you know generally you try to understand that person um so t- training plan is a very very small part you know the people i work with they know more than me they come and ask me why why aren't you giving me intervals <laughs> why aren't you giving me a tempo run you know i want to do this event okay i want to eat this you know gel everybody knows everything you know people are not everybody is well informed today right you know so everybody knows that but um <clears throat> now after after delivering that plan that day okay now like i said you know you know everyone is first that's why you know it's a working and then athlete Right. Okay. Now somebody would have you you basically plan from a Monday to a Sunday. Okay. You have this Tuesday speed workout. Okay. And then you have a Thursday another kind of a run. And then Saturday somebody could have probably not been able to execute the speed workout. Now the challenge is how to make the the Thursday and the Saturday run still happen at the same time um you know ensure that they're not low for example if somebody doesn't do a tuesday speed workout they come they come and ask me you know okay i've missed this workout you know i have this event and so on and so forth and still talk to them and tell them it's all right and you know go back and customize um, uh, you know the the thursday and the friday and the saturday workout and then you know still make it happen so coaching is a 365 24 hour job believe me mm. okay but i um, you know i'm for by the time i finish whatsapp is cleared by the time i wake up there'll be other 30 chats with many things like for example today it was raining Mm. Okay so we had a plan of you know I mean, when when we put out the list about 40 people wanted to come and join okay so and it was raining people didn't you know by the time I woke up and saw there's already you know messages should I come should I not come what what to do and and you have to be on the go right right so that's why I said once you send out a training plan it's the easiest okay <laughs> till the next sunday you know you're always on the go and and it's beautiful I'm not complaining because this is something that I generally generally um uh you know like like doing in fact when i was working um you know uh, in my previous job i used to take a lot more holidays now there are no holidays today is the busiest day saturday and sunday is the busiest day so my my day off is on a thursday usually thursday is something i take like it's a mm-hmm. but still you know you just see whatever is backlog who needs more time you pick them up and so on and then follow up so training plan is the smallest thing okay i don't have to read data <laughs> okay people read data they ask me people come and ask me you're not giving me enough technical feedback i said it's okay you know relax <laughs> all right you know we'll go back and see because you already know it you open strava strava will show this month you did this this month you did that i say my vo2 max all was here yeah everything i said I, i said you know today anybody can do that right but then how to <clears throat> what do you say hold people together mm. all right you know how to uh, you know hold people together when they're down all right and when they go up and how to keep them grounded mm. um you know and um and and not only that you know some people even for year or two years you know they don't see any improvements right and and then and then your mind needs to keep twitching okay you, you know um <clears throat> sometimes you know i spoke to i, I speak to someone uh, and i say hey great trace they they rave about me and next time next call is like no this is not happening you know so on and so forth this happens so the key thing for anyone for any coach i would say maintain equanimity hmm. don't get get carried away when somebody is doing well you know when somebody goes well don't demean yourself all right things will get better stay calm so that is where i try to act from you know hmm. the rest all is uh, is very um, it's out there right 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 yeah so one one of the things that uh, you know i also uh, notice is it's it's uh, not just about the plan you know plan is important <clears throat> where what to do when and all that is important but uh, that 
you can uh, most of the people can figure it out right um, it like because you take something uh, that is available uh, out there on the net and you you tweak it you can uh, tweak it uh, to your lifestyle and you know you can try to make it work but when uh, when it comes to uh, you know beyond the training plan like uh, what what to do when things change right in your life in you know it, it can be injuries it can be work pressures it can be you know other stresses uh, you know in life it's like life happens right yeah, it, yeah. It, you know just because you have a marathon yeah. uh, planned uh, and you have a training <laughs> life doesn't uh, uh, you know stand stand still and uh, let you train, train for, for it, for yeah. it right? Yeah, right so life happens and you kind of have to you know evolve and uh, evolve your training plan ever everything around that yeah around that. so that that is also what you know something that i try to uh, bring for uh, my cycling coaching and stuff so uh, some of the things that uh, i think we also talked about uh, in our first podcast about uh, motivation and stuff right so how how do you deal with you know people who say that i lost motivation or something uh, <clears throat> see it happens to everyone it happens to me as well yeah you know to be very upfront um especially covid has hit a lot of people mm. okay in many ways i know people who taken 6 months 8 months they've been at the uh, peak of you know their athletic fitness and then something goes down and i know people who have to you know i i really emotional thing about many people you know who have to run a marathon and something happens they have to drop out and there's always a lot of this you know coming co- coming into my um you know uh, into my head and and then you know you know it impacts me as well <clears throat> and um, because i know the kind of effort they put in you know they have people have amazing stories you know i'm really proud of the people that i coach with you know and you have to forget my story you have to listen to every story so basically just before i go ahead before i share a timing i always in our group um you know i share the story who that person why this timing is important that's why i said everyone until unless you know the journey the story uh, we have this habit we do not make you know publicly listing of the timings because okay you'll see bike winky okay uh, you know 32 minutes uh, you know 10k and then you'll see <clears throat> probably someone else okay the last one you know uh, 100 minutes 10k but the 100 minutes 10k person would have put in a lot more effort resources will power discipline dedication more than you mm-hmm. but what what the crowd will see you and they'll see oh bike wenki you know 20 32 minutes as inspiration but the last person who has 32 minutes 5 5k okay all right for example right <laughs> no, wow no you know they'll say you're the legend and all that you know literally yeah. i'm saying but in fact the person who who who, who did the 100, 100 minutes 10k needs more push needs more kind of words needs more notice so so until unless you 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 tell that story and why they're doing and where they come from you know um, you know it doesn't strike me you come and tell me your timing i say okay congratulations great job you know that's about it but if i know you and well i'll say hey you know that's great you know you've been through a lot you know it's phenomenal how you you know you know overcame that you know can you share you know how did this happen and i'll take real inspiration from you all right numbers are just numbers yeah all right you can be the richest person in the world and if you're depressed you're not going you'll never be an inspiration yeah yeah all right but even if you you know are not 
if you're still there and if you can genuinely smile at me, I was like, yeah, this guy is great, you know. He's still smiling, genuinely happy, you know. And for me, nothing inspires and happiness. Mm. You know, for me, contentment, fulfillment and happiness. This is what I look into a person mm. rather than, you know, the the um, frills, what we call. Mm. Okay. So, uh, yeah, and definitely, uh, you know, uh, uh, I when, I when I wake up in the morning, I have this thing, okay, who am I today? Okay, you know, my first obligation is towards my family and then second, who am I? I tell myself first, I'm an athlete, you know, then I'm a student, you know, you know, I have a coach and then I'm a coach, you know, so that is what I have. I have motivation issues. It's not that because I ran Hyderabad Marathon. After that, I came back, I had flu for three weeks and I was struggling and then, you know, I was talking to my coach and I was very low, you know, I, I was really, really low. Um, and I, I keep running into these issues, you know, um, you know, a, a few times here and there, <laughs> because, you know, when you run a marathon, you run a high, yeah. you know, in a marathon, you're, you're in a big, big high. And then suddenly you, 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 uh, you know, uh, nose dive, you know, mm. you go deep down, then start, you know, you know, questioning many things. And then running is a very painful sport. You know, today you are great. And tomorrow, uh, you know, what the <laughs> hell happened to me? <laughs> right. Am I the same person? Why is it, why is this happening to me? You might put the you might put the greatest efforts. You may not get the results. Sometimes you may just give half-hearted results, and then things can happen. So these things keep happening. So motivational issues will be there with everyone. Mm. Okay, because why? People sometimes do generally ask themselves, okay, you know, I'm paying for this. All right, still there's a lot of pain, and you know, they they wake up at five o'clock, seven o'clock, eight o'clock. But that is why what I do is we, I believe in interpersonal relationship, you know. Um, so somebody was saying, you know, uh, we should, you know, we can really, really grow. I said, no, for every person, I keep 15 to 30 minutes slot a week where I can call up and ask, how are you? How's your mindset? What is going through? And like I said, if somebody, you know, needs more help, I park them up for my free day where I can spend that half an hour, 45 minutes, you know, so that I can speak and, you know, help them, you know, bring them up because they believed in me. All right? Right. They believed in me. And uh, when people give you money, you know, they're giving a part of your life because they, they put in that effort, you know, away from family and away from anything to go earn that money. And more than that, they believe in your body. Body, I said, do take your heart at 200, they will take. Right. You know, go ask, they listen to a coach more than a doctor now. Yeah. They go to a doctor, they'll say, oh, this, you should do, this. you know, they go with them, including me, right? Yeah, yeah. But with a coach, people believe blindly. Right. All right. So once they come into agreement, I mean, it's it's a beautiful relationship. It's very difficult to explain. So, and yes, it is, uh, you know, I wouldn't, it's not a duty. It's my privilege to help people stay motivated, stay on the, stay them, you know, keep them on the toes, um, you know, keep them excited. Um, and also, uh, you know, be there for them when they're going through a little bit of lull time and tell them it's all right. That is how life is. And we learn a lot about, you know, um, you know, life as well, you know, through, through the sport. Sport is a lot like life. Yeah. All right. That is why if you see sports, people are more respected than anyone else across the world. Right. Mm-hmm. Because when you look at a game, it always keeps on the edge because a game happens. Many things that happen in a game and it doesn't matter who you are. Like, you know, who you are, where you come from, when you take that, when you wear the shoes, no, everyone have their own demons to fight with. Right. You may be whoever you want in life. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was uh, coaching, um, you know, one fine gentleman and he's he's the who's of a who. All right. I mean, like, you know, for the outer world is like the probably the, the greatest thing ever, you know, um, you know, for all of us. But then I asked him, I said, what? He says he has motivation issues. Like definitely everyone will have motivation issues. Yeah, yeah. It is a given. Like yeah. I said, the moment you give a training plan, that is where your job starts. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So, so make peace with it. Mm-hmm. No, that that is uh, that is very 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 true. Uh, rings very true, uh, because you know one of the reasons behind starting this podcast was the fact that over the years, last 12, 13 years of my endurance journey, 
I've always gone through that ups and downs of, you know, lacking motivation, uh, gaining weight, uh, you know, again, uh, finding motivation and trying to lose weight and all that, right? So it it is just not linear. No one's journey is linear, right? It has, it will go through ups and downs. If uh, if it is uh, a straight line, it is you are going to uh, <laughs> you know go to sleep yeah, even yeah. when you are dying yeah, right? Pilot, yeah. right it it becomes boring so it is always going to be there are always going to be some challenges it is how you deal with them how you uh, you know become aware and see them in the light that helps you true right it uh, there are always multiple ways of looking at a situation right so it can be uh, you can like uh, you say half full glass half full or half empty but uh, there are more than uh, you know those those two perspectives and how you see a situation and uh, how you react to it makes a huge difference true yeah and i think as coaches our uh, job would be where to help them with uh, looking at you know taking a perspective that is helpful for them true uh, because uh, you know they're, they're not not everyone uh, all the time can have all the perspectives they will be looking at it one from one perspective or maybe two perspectives but it uh, and that perspective is probably not helping them with the current situation so what can we do uh, as coaches probably look at it from a different perspective that is more helpful for them and help them see that perspective right yeah through that through those interactions i think that you know that is where uh, i mean like you said it is a privilege yeah that's the uh, situation we are in it's really a privilege, yeah, a privilege to be yeah. able to, yeah. you know, they are they are sharing their uh, innermost fears with us. They are uh, sharing their, uh, you know, personal life uh, with us. Their, you know, what their thought processes while suffering, uh, you know, with us. They probably don't even share it with their, uh, yeah. you know, doctors and psychologists yeah. Yeah. for yeah. that matter, yeah. right? Yeah. So we are in a very privileged situation. Yeah. If we are able to help them with that perspective yeah. right uh, i think that becomes a really great thing yeah uh, for, like you said always coming back to that uh, 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 sentence that you said you know coaching starts after <laughs> the training plan <laughs> is ends, yeah. you know sent out, yeah. sent out. Uh, that is very very true um, and i was just talking to someone uh, uh, this morning and we one of the things that uh, we talked about was um, is this something that I can control, right? Uh, if if not, move on, right? It, yeah. Just focus on things that you can control. True. Oh, that that thing needs. Uh, we need to remember that uh, you know time and again. Almost maybe you know put put something uh, up uh, as a poster so that you can see every day yeah, right you can see every because day, yeah. that is that is something that we f- always forget and uh, probably that is uh, one of the things that i try to bring to the friend is this something that you can control right uh, 
otherwise no let's focus just yeah. on the controllables <clears throat> because you are at a race right you want to win but is that really in your control yeah <laughs> who are all turning up true right I agree, what yeah. is the things that uh, they have what are the what is the level they are at true. all those things are not in your control right true i agree yeah but what is in your control is what is what you can do with, with your training what you can do with your mental uh, training and what are the things that you can focus on true absolutely so if you can tick those off right yeah. you are you have done your job job true absolutely. but if you are focusing on that podium you <laughs> are on that win it is not something that you can, you can really uh, control true so, true yeah. i agree yeah we got here when we are talking about the motivational issues yeah. right yeah. that that is a given for <laughs> even the elite of uh, athletes right this is something the mental aspects of it are really something that all of us need to work on so what are some of the mental side of things that you uh, you suggest people um <clears throat> see mentally will always you'll always go through up and down mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. um again that's a given <laughs> yeah, okay yeah yeah not through the day i mean not different day even through the day from morning to evening go through a lot of uh, yeah um you know you'll have mood swings you'll have different challenges mentally emotionally uh, you're dealing with different kinds of people in different scenarios so that's a given so i really like what simon sinek says you know uh, if you sh- this is book called start with why mm. you just go back why are you doing this oh beautiful yeah that's it you just go back i ask myself okay when there are motivation issues i go back why am i doing this beautiful yeah if you if you if you are strong with your why all right if you're definitely strong with your why even if your motivational levels are low it is all right mm. it's okay i'm not expecting you know including myself to be always high you know always pumped up wake up you know i have the tiger you know in the morning you wake up you can't yeah. you will definitely be low i know it's all right today is a little low but i know why am i doing this i know you know today i'm a little low and let me not react to that low do not give you know power to the negative voices mm. that's what i keep telling people yes you know welcoming i was talking to someone something had happened you know the person was saying that you know only when i'm doing well only there's an event this is happening i said yeah yeah you know i know uh, things happen but put your energy where you want to go forget about what happened today mm. all right and you know why you're doing this and we have a good, you have a good support system and we are there for each other all right you are there for me and i believe all my trainees are there for me and i am there for them i i don't even call them um, i call up folks um, you know trainees you know because it's it's a it's 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 something um, i don't like the term trainee you know because you know i'm just a very very ordinary person came from nowhere and the kind of people that we deal with like i said you know it's it's my privilege they give me the opportunity i mean we deal with different different people who are accomplished in many many ways uh but that doesn't come to limelight because again like i said a sport you do something physically you know the wow factor is always there right but in terms of intelligence effort and the kind of impact they're doing is a lot 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 more True. so i call them what do you say a uh, very um uh you know in a very you know humble way anadata you know because ultimately they bring the food to our table all right oh, yeah, yeah. so i there is no you know this thing and i say okay you know i surrender to them all right because ultimately because of them i'm living my you know life so so no matter what uh it is i am here to serve mm-hmm. all right and i'm happy to you know get that opportunity so and at the same time i also need to be honest authentic and tell them because okay if if, if i'm if i'm fully surrendering and just keeping listening to them then we're not doing justice mm-hmm. So we try to you know go back to why they're doing what they're doing and that why should be authentic hmm. and that why should have a personal meaning to it 
if you do not have a personal meaning, meaning okay now there is um, i'll tell you very upfront okay um, about my own, i always want to do an iron man mm. okay because there's iron man range rage mm. you know yeah. this guy did iron man you know let me also that's why i bought a cycle okay then i was going climbing up nandi coming down here there you know i also don't want to do it you know because used to get a lot of fame at some point of time you know yeah yeah so i said, let me also do it you know and then uh, two years i was riding cycle i was going this pool that pool and everything i got frustrated i said are yaar this is uh, you know not meant for me then i asked myself why am i doing this no i never wanted to do that hmm hmm all right i never wanted to you know to do uh, you know because it was too effort intensive and i could not take it i am in a sport where it drains you out you know you need that i mean really hats off to people who do it then i realized you know I don't I can't do this you know <laughs> I will just stick to my you know that that 8 to 10 hours of training in a week and that's all I can do and then I said I said you know leave it uh, now I'm enjoying cycling um, you know let me do you know cycling because I used to see a lot of these breves and everything just one 24 hours ride i said i cannot do this because my friends used to say you know super andor and so on and so forth i want to flaunt because i, I was seeing other people wow this looks amazing and then there was a time they were doing paris west paris so on and so forth you also see me in cycle some of times then i realized i'm not doing this because of myself i'm doing this because of you know what's happening around me and that is frustrating even more okay i'm trying a lot it's not happening and then what do i love the most i said running is a sport that i started you know and that's where i learned i said okay i'll just come back and this is my why this is my motivation you know i know i know very clearly why i'm running mm-hmm. if you ask me to cycle i don't know why i i'd still come and cycle with you but i still don't know why it'll be probably you know mm-hmm. oh bikey winky is doing this i'll probably do it you know you know the gear looks awesome you know and sometimes i'm really obsessed yeah. you know you know the, the gear and everything <laughs> man it looks so cool <laughs> you know the cyclists look so cool yeah. you know the platoon looks so cool going and i also participate in other races it was really fantastic experience mm-hmm. but then i realized it was not uh, you know uh, what do you say you know not meant for me uh, you know the, the you know these the, you know the, the 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 triathlon or the long distance cycling or cycling you know as a sport was not meant for me so that realization is very important mm. okay like like you you just said right you yeah. tried running but you still say you know cycling is your where your drive is coming from yeah. right yeah. it's not that you can't do a triathlon you also can do a triathlon right, right? you know you can still run you can mm. you can still run you can do a triathlon but where's your drive where is your love you know right. still in cycling right yeah. so now um so for me uh, when you come back to that why very important why you're doing what you're doing the reason should be authentic mm. and you should have a personal meaning to it and you should become something through it mm. if you ask me what else if what, what have i become through this sport i become a lot more humbler i've realized that i'm just a small dust in this big universe because the kind of people that we meet all right the third thing is um, um like i said you know uh, i mean the more and more people i interact with i've realized that you know what they say in the scriptures you know it's it's all we're all the children of god you know mm. you know over a period of time it's not i'm not saying oh today i realize oh winky you and me are the same but i can still relate to more people and in this process i am refining myself mm. all right so the coaching i'm not coaching i'm learning from people mm. all right i'm learning i mean people are teaching me a lot of things and believe me in my in our group there are a lot more people who are a lot more committed will power they have because i do this for a full time mm. and i don't know how would i fare if i did this a full time i mean mm. like if i had a job 10 hours 12 hours job and then the kind of stuff they do so yeah so coming back to that so if you have these three things intact uh, i think uh, despite of high motivation low motivation inspiration so on and so forth it doesn't really matter yeah yeah Th- those are like you said those are non controllable factors you just have to let them go Correct. they they're fleeting yeah yeah so th- that that is a big thing you know identifying that why yeah. why you are doing what you are doing for me that why is 
you know always when we, when i'm going through that low phase when i go back to that question it always becomes uh, that you know the fact that i was suffering a lot with yeah. health issues before right so obviously if i stopped doing what i'm doing i would go back to that exactly. uh, situation where i'm suffering uh, with the health uh, issues again so that always brings me back to you know my center true right yeah. so that that is uh, it really, starts from there yeah. like you just had an accident you say say god forget everything else i just want to wake up and ride yeah is yeah. this a love for the sport yeah yeah <laughs> that's it you're not even thinking about competition when you're in the hospital bed what do you think god give me one more opportunity i want to go back on my bike right you have the love in, yeah um i'll just tell the small little story yeah. okay there is this um um i think this is a very nice story you know this meru right this this meru documentary have you watched it mm-hmm. this is uh, so meru uh, i mean meru is probably one of the most toughest climbs okay that happens it's a, it's a mountain uh they say it's even more challenging than the everest um so there's four guys you know who want to um, you know climb that uh, you know peak and get there and then i think you know the attempts it doesn't happen okay and then something not happens and then i'm not sure during that activity or somewhere else one of the key guys you know you know has a fall somewhere and is paralyzed from uh, neck to uh, what do you say the entire body uh-huh. okay i mean i was seeing the entire documentary and then they said he's going to be a vegetable all right there's one chiropractor who believed in but he could still speak who believed in him and then um, he said that uh, you know he said i want to go back to the mountain so in 6 months he goes back and you know he starts climbing and i think i think in a year or two or something he climbs back and then everybody is astonished how did he recover all right he said that the love for the mountains is helped you know his his recovery a lot more faster all right, right yeah. so i always tell you know when you're down that is when you know the sport will test you how much you love it yeah all right you know if you have the deep love for the sport intact you will come back to it anyhow if it's not you know there's only so much that you can do about it so you should you should keep that love for the sport uh, you know uh, you know you know always 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 in you you know no matter what timing you're running or what so when i you know every time i had this accident and all right you know until then i was probably running a 130 half or anything and i asked god you know i just want to run 5 kilometers a day you know just give me the opportunity you know i just want to come back yeah. because that was the love i had you know i tried doing many other uh, you know workouts and i said this is not happening <laughs> you know yeah. i used to go do elliptical go to the gym i said god just give me that 5 kilometers and then you build it on it again if you, if you didn't love the sport i think okay you will just let it go off it i think it's it's the same with everyone right mm-hmm. even the relationship only if you love someone deeply no matter what they're going through you'll be with them and you'll do whatever for them but if you don't love them you'll just going to let it go off it's the same thing with the sport yeah yeah you don't need motivation to be with your wife right <laughs> do you need motivation no do you, do you need motivation to be with your kids no right what yeah. do you need you need love yeah yeah right yeah that is that becomes that uh, the primary thing thread that yeah. holds everything together everything together yeah. yeah and it's not easy especially when you're amateur it's not easy uh, uh <clears throat> i mean there'll be working days of 16 hours 18 hours right so uh like and 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 people can feel that okay this sport is you know is 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 what do you say uh you know taking a lot more time so on and so forth but at the same time you know if you can always you know take a step back and say okay maybe not this season you know i'll do some other season but i'll still keep the sport going because i know a few people say you know this is my busy schedule i can't do this so on and so forth i keep calling them it's all right because a few people are run up you know you know few events but they could not do because a lot of workload took i said to them it's all right we'll just do 5k's love the sport you know what in two weeks they come back and say it's all right you know i'll i'll you know i'll find time i'm just liking this you know yeah, i want yeah, that yeah. i say somebody who's running a half marathon you make him run 5k 
He said, no, 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 no. I'll still go to do the event. So <laughs> you just have to make them realize, keep that. I mean, you other way would be like, it's all right. You take a break and come. Then that will go into another, what do you say, uh, you know, kind of a spindle. And then they may even eventually lose interest. Right. But if you can just keep them in that mm. sport and, and show that what it means to wake up at it's five o'clock or six o'clock and go for half an hour, you know, get your heart rate to 150, 160, you know, breathe a lot more, feel that air, feel that sweat coming out. Good enough. Yeah. In two weeks, I'll be back at it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, that is, uh, that is very interesting. Uh, like the, all of us go through these busy phases where uh, uh, we have to focus on something, something beyond, uh, you know, the sport, be it the marathon that you are training or the half marathon that you are training or that race, that very important race, uh, you know, important in your perspective, yeah. right? That uh, you are training for, but you have something else coming in, right? Uh, you you might have switched uh, your jobs, jobs recently yeah, yeah. and you have to focus on you know establishing yourself uh, again so all these things come in it is then that you have to see what what is the minimum you can do true what is the minimum you can do yeah, yeah right you have to you you cannot uh, tell yourself okay i'll still do this and also do this you can't yeah you you can't uh, you know keep so many balls in the air right True. all yeah. the time you have to you you know juggling you have to yeah. have some in the hand and uh, keep yeah. some in the yeah. air yeah. so the the those are the things that uh, the prioritization comes in to the see picture. that is where i think a coach also comes into a key picture so for me when somebody comes and says you know i want to train for a full marathon i ask all right it's fantastic um, this is a time that you're going to take. Uh, go, go check with your family, because you're going to be you're going to come at five o'clock on a Saturday morning. By the time you finish and go, it's going to be ten o'clock, and you will you'll be tired. Right. All right, and you know um, you know you'll uh, I mean you'll want rest, you'll want more pep up, and then by no time it's already Sunday. So first go buying that time. Second thing is know which part of the year you're going to work more. Okay, now if you if you if you're really tired. You'll, your decision making also will be really poor. Hmm. Okay. So I tell people, pick up the goal of your life in a season where you buy in that family time, or right, you buy in that work time and give all out. You can't be at, at up all the time. You can't say, you know, I want to run a marathon every three months. So I, 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 recommend, I try to help people to be realistic in every front. Then after you achieve that, go easy. You know, you do 5Ks, 10Ks, do some races here and there, do some social running. And that will always, you know, keep you more excited. You know, what's going to happen? Yes, you know, I have the 16-week training plan. It'll keep you excited. But after that, you know, you'll again, take a step back, relax. But at the same time, it's important to be in the sport, like what you said. Exactly. The 3K jog or the 5K jog that you're doing, you still come and be a part of the group. You need not have a goal all the time. Hmm. You know, I mean, you also have life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. no, you can't say, okay, I did this, I did that. So I, I usually uh, tell people to pick one good goal in a year. Hmm. So usually the races are placed in such a way that, you know, uh, a lot of people say, I have a 10K goal, I have a half marathon goal and I have a full marathon goal. I go tell them, Kipchoge has got only marathon goal. <laughs> okay, Mofar has only got 5,000 meters goal. Yeah. Usain Bolt has only 100 meters goal. Okay, you're having too many goals. Yeah. <laughs> Serious, amateurs have more goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And then suddenly goal will change. That guy was being, you know, this. I said, Kipchoge is only focusing on himself. You know, he doesn't talk about Bekele, you know. <laughs> right, I said, that is why I don't call people amateur runners because let's not behave amateurish. Right? Right, let's, right. Be, let's behave like how we would behave at home space, at workspace and so on and so forth. So it's again, I mean, running as much as a science it is. The science is easy. It's an mm. art. Mm. All right. it's, it's, it's too much of an art. Right. You know, 
um, you know, uh, about how to see things in different scenarios of life, mm-hmm. uh, and then you know, form a perspective. But at the same time, you know, uh, my friend was saying, you know, uh, my my friend who's he said he said uh, you know my family he was he was giving big lecture and all. Okay, I said I said oh all right okay. Then after three days he's mentioning oh, I can't take this anymore. I want to come back to running. There should be some madness in life. <laughs> then I told him yeah there should be some madness in life, but don't become mad about it. Yeah. You know you should have some madness in life. You should have some craze in life or something. But you shouldn't become crazy about it that you lose perspective about other things. Yeah. Right. So my actually very my um, you know if you look at a lot of high performers right you look at Roger Federer right mm-hmm. it was not him. Yeah. His wife had to make sacrifice of a career. All yeah. right. Like, like when he when he cried he did, he he thanked his wife. Yeah. I mean he thanked his mother you know. Uh, I mean, and then his father and the children, and of course for them, financial it's his career, yeah. right? And there's a lot of money at stake, and now yeah. we can enjoy that money. But for you, you're spending money here; you're not getting back the money. So the the buyout of a family time, your works, your work time is that much more. So you need to find that uh, you know balance. So it's a lot of trade-off, mm. okay? And I think that's the um, you know one of the key ways to be in the sport for long, um, and uh, where um, where your goals are also not what do you say too aggressive. It's a little more conservative. Uh, now, let's say if you if you if you're cycling 100k um, in let's say three hours, okay. Um, I mean, you can definitely do a 245 next year. All right. After that, what we'll do 230, and yeah. then no. What if I say okay, you know, we'll do okay. You know, 245 will take a lot more effort, right? Mm. It'll take a lot more effort. Now, can we find out uh, what you say the sweet spot where at the same effort that you did that you know uh, 100k in three hours, can you do it at 255 next year? Same effort. And then can we make it 250? By that time, I'm extending your 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 improvement gradually, 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 and that will keep you more excited. But if you have nothing to do, what will you do then? Then I'll say I don't need a coach. Right. Then then you will start um, you know doing uh, superandor, and then that also will finish. Then you'll be wondering what to do. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that that is uh, that is important having that you know that perspective change shifts of yeah, perspective. Yeah prioritizing uh, different things at different times yeah. and uh, you know staying here staying in the game is more important than being you the know, game yeah. you know, being in the game is yeah. more important than uh, doing those uh, big uh, flourishing achievements right yeah. uh, at the end of the day what is more important you are working and that work is what is allowing for you to do other stuff other stuff yeah yeah, yeah. so that is uh, that is something that we kind of lose focus on from time to time right True. we uh, tend to uh, fixate <clears throat> on stuff that are you know more fun and of course the other stuff is uh, not so much fun so you kind of uh, you know neglect it then you end up in a bit of a soup right absolutely so yeah that, that is also see you what are you you know you're not just you know and in fact sports people spend a lot more time mm. you know I keep telling you know you know what is Kipchoge doing? He's going to take a month off. Yeah. When when you're at the peak, when do you take a month off? <laughs> no, you want to go to including me. Oh, I'm yeah. at the peak. Let me get this race. Let me get this race. That is why I say you know elites. The, what is the difference between elite and amateur? Is a thinking. Yeah. That's why I say, as a running you can be a recreational, but as a thinking you can think like an elite. Mm. All right. So when was the last time when you're at the peak and set a world record, you took a break? Yeah. We didn't know. You you will say no. Let me let me see if I can get um, you know more comms on my Strava or let me you know see if I can you know <laughs> break some segments. That is how we think, right? right? Yeah. So uh, so why I, I said this was because we need life 
you have to be complete in everything ultimately human being is many aspects mm. all right so uh, without without health fitness family finance any one small thing here and there there'll be an imbalance all right, right? you know that yeah. the, the tranquility or the peace of mind or that will always lack mm. so when all this if you're juggling well like you said you know one ball goes up you know you have a hand to catch it you need mm. that yeah all right like one ball may go a little high it's all right at some point of life some point mm. of money your family may go high your family may you know prioritize your career may go but you need to keep juggling among all the four balls you exactly. can't drop anything yeah so that that you know what do you say um you know um i wouldn't say maturity but that that is a view we would like to approach sport in right correct and um and remember i mean i tell myself you know where there's a high there's always a low yeah yeah when there's a high remember there'll always be a low this is the nature of life and higher the go higher 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 you go and when you fall the harder is the fall it's it's basic it's it's a law of life yes that's it right that is so true. and when you fall harder coming back up is a little more harder it's a given you make a choice you want to keep going higher and higher it's fine but no somewhere it'll be a fall like what's happening to trump now right for example you know he had a great high but he's not able to take it now <laughs> and that's why he's going on a rampage right mm. you know uh, because he couldn't take it because he was high because he thought he was everything and then he didn't expect what happened it happens to a lot of you know people who cannot really you know go to such a high will they're they're always succeeding 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 and then when they fail they can't take it mm. why is that i think this is probably trump's first you know failure because he's been very successful in in all his life so that mm. is why he's he's behaving the way he's behaving um so and that can happen to anyone yeah all right so voluntarily take a break take a step back and say okay this is the best for the season you know let me park here let me now go back enjoy a little bit more you know fix other things in life still keep the sport going on and then come back and then take the bar a little more higher yeah 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 having that uh break will also kind of rekindle your love love for the sport right? exactly yeah yeah so otherwise you keep on going keep on going you end up uh, you know digging a hole for yourself that you might not even get out of yeah. right so that uh, that is something because we always have this fear that whatever we you know we will lose all the hard work that we have done so far yeah if we take a break that is a perspective that all of us that fear, fear that we all of us the fear yeah. yeah lack of confidence in a training yeah yeah so that uh, that is something that we have to realize yeah. that okay we we are we are needed to take that we yeah. our bodies need that yeah. break yeah yeah right? so that they can come back yeah and much stronger much stronger yeah. now that that low was a little frustrated you know mm. because uh, I, i i did reasonably you know decent you know according to my standards in hyderabad marathon i want to ride on that high mm. okay uh, <clears throat> because last year after covid i've been little, little struggling to find that flow that i always wanted in a marathon mm. and that's why i spoke about this high right and then i had this you know bad bout of viral for about 3 4 weeks i mean coach it's a blessing in disguise mm. he said let the body heal when is the last time you took a break let see i also need that okay yeah. let it heal let it overcome i said yeah it's all right then i realized okay there are many other niggles which i always want to take a break that slowly slowly i see them sorting it out so if you trust your training and if you're confident about yourself you'll definitely take a break when needed yeah. when you're not confident about your training when not confident about yourself you know overdoing things come from a place of insecurity fear anxiety and lack of trust in the process mm. but if you are secure about the process if you believe in the process if you believe in the self um about how you gone about things you will definitely take a step back and say you know this is fine so that that will take some time 
All right, that is where a coach comes in a picture. Hmm. Okay, no matter how, you know, for me it's very easy to tell to people I also go the same thing. That is why I have a coach. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Everybody needs that that um, you know that that external perspective, right? Hmm. And hmm. to bring you back to that center and ground you. Hmm. Yeah. So I think um, I I think the com- community also is heading the right way now. Mm. you know because a lot of different kinds of people are coming together and the kind of people who are coming together like i said you know they're very highly successful they've done wonderful things uh, for themselves and for the you know society as well so what is happening for me also when i interact with those people right i learn a lot yeah like uh, somebody said okay this is enough keep me give me something that's sustainable yeah all right and whenever i want to you know push a few people they said no 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 they tell me this is good enough then i realized yeah this guy is right you know you know i just want to improve in this conservative way you know then i told him no if you buy these shoes you know you go to that massage or you go to this training you do he said see it's not that i cannot can i afford this for the next 5 years <laughs> yeah can i do this all right so that comes in a picture all right he says give me something that's sustainable and if i can improve there that's great if not i'm fine yeah right. i'm just happy where i am i'm enjoying the sport and it's great and yeah i said yeah that's fantastic you know it's a fantastic way to look at it things right and um, yeah i think i think i think um, you know people are definitely moving the right direction you know mm-hmm. i mean not just people entire the community itself is going in the very right direction and very beautiful direction yeah. you know the the running space is in now yeah i, I think that is uh, that is true very uh, we see a lot of uh, people taking up the sport yeah the the way running has grown over the yeah. years is really tremendous you know even with cycling i see uh, especially since the pandemic you know cycles to buy <laughs> there is, yeah exactly you know <laughs> lot of people yeah. had the time during pandemic to you know sitting at home yeah. and, you know uh, feeling claustrophobic they wanted to get out and explore yeah. the outdoors yeah. and uh, it is great to see you know even if uh, like few 30 40% of them stick to it it is tremendous it's tremendous you know? yeah yeah i i know we are all like uh, you know we we get uh, some stuff we get uh, those fancy shoes and or that fancy bike and we kind of uh, <laughs> forget about it after a few months after but few months, uh, yeah. but even if uh, a few you know a small percentage of it them uh, stick to it yeah. i think it's great for the sport Uh, and uh, you know running um, the like you were saying the uh, community is growing, growing and yeah. going in the right direction. right direction yeah yeah in terms of uh, selecting the events that yeah. you know very selective goals yeah. not doing too much too much yeah uh, you know not doing too much too soon too much too that. soon yeah so all this is uh, really important yeah if uh, a particular uh, session i am not able to focus and these thoughts are coming uh, saying okay you you are not there today you you know yeah. you, you too too much work this is for today and all that if you are if you are observing and uh, letting it go letting it pass yeah you are and continuing, continuing to work yeah, yeah. then you'll be fine yeah. but if you react to it all that it takes is just stop pedaling right true you true. you know that's the end of the thing true so uh, actually um, just to add another perspective mm. to it um, now uh, this is where preparation comes in a picture mm. okay now uh, why do we do a warm up mm. warm up is not a physical activity alone mm. warm up is getting aligned your mind to it 
you know when you when we wake up you just libra for spin you try to understand where the mind is is your mind wavering too much mm. you know, is it going too much this side that side is restless you know you need we need to have a wisdom to take okay this is not my day i will not do something that i cannot concentrate on mm. or some people will have the definitely that power um you know where uh, you know they can really ignore those thoughts and still keep pushing through it um and i'm a person where i know i do a little bit of warm up and so on and so forth and then i try to you know do a little bit of a self talk and just understand where my mind is today because when you're doing a speed workout you have to be on top of it mm. like my coach says you know pre- previous day says tomorrow is going to be a hard workout be mentally ready you know forget all the phone you know you come half an hour before you do this warm up get your thoughts together um, whatever it is park everything outside and comes and then when i go mentally disturbed i says you know i'm not really really you know feeling mm. up for it you know i'm not able to concentrate you know something happened or yeah. so on and so forth so i mean uh, there are two ways to look at it you know mm. yes you know there'll be um, it's it's the beauty of life is nothing is black and white yeah <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, yeah 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 you know i can't say this or that you know but yeah. somewhere um, you know we need to have the wisdom to understand how is a mental frame of mind mm. that if it is only the mindset you have to break if it's a pattern you need to break it yeah always say every day you're feeling it you have to break it right right yeah all right okay now today i go oh, speed workout i'm getting intimidated i have anxiety some people uh, you know some people generally say that tomorrow is long run i can't sleep it's not right yeah okay it's 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 not it is you now yeah it is just your mind sometimes mm. it can be something else all mm. right but it's happening over and over and over again i said boss i said Yeah. Chill now. Okay. It's yeah. nothing there. Okay. This is just you. You know, once twice, you know, things happen, but it's the third time. It is it is just it's your mental makeup. Like you know like uh, what do you say? Um like David Goggins says, he says your mind is the single most powerful weapon in the world. Mm. Right? It you have to understand it. You have to tame it. Yeah. Right? So and uh, that's an ongoing process. All right. That is what I have realized. That's so definitely you won't believe how many times, you know, I would have started a run and I would have, I would have uh, what do you say? Just uh, abandoned. Yeah. you know uh, dropped off hmm. uh, you know um, you know in a, in a training run or or in an event uh, last year um, you know something you listen right something generally happens and something is going in an event i've dropped off like i'll tell you very upfront you know i'm i'm a person who believes it's okay to be vulnerable all right mm. i know you don't have to be you know stone cold uh, you yeah. know to say yeah, you're yeah, the greatest ever and things happens to me yeah. so last year you know something had happened and somewhere someone was popular who had passed away next day to run a 50k run and someone who've seen growing up and um, and next i mean i was in a shock all right you know and and next year was a 50k race you know i had trained so well i'd put in kilometers of kilometers kilometers of kilometers and next morning i didn't turn up for the race hmm Mm, mm. I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't. 50. I've trained for it because that that mental trauma was there. And then okay, it's one of incident. And then after that, um, you know, we ran after that I had to come out of it. It took some while and all that happened. And um there was one more virtual run that that since the virtual run it's I mean we've done two virtual runs and then there's one more that I had signed up for. And I take virtual runs as an event. I don't take it for this thing. And then a couple of my friends were going through a little bit of stuff and i had spent time with them then again i realized i just could not run my heart rate usually at at 45 minutes it was a full marathon at 45 minutes 10k would be still in 140 150 it was shooting at 175 wow all right then i then i just saw i could i, I was i was sweating more mm. you know because then i realized okay this is just not happening so and then um, and then after that i overcame it and then you know all that happened and thankful you know this 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 happened and then um 
and and then i went to another marathon i was going great at 27 km i had did not finish hmm. i mean i was going great i was going for a 302 305 and i did not have, i did not i had a dnf and then in another two weeks i had another marathon so again i had to come back i and i'm so thankful that you know i am i'm okay to say i'm vulnerable and i've always reached out hmm. i've always reached out you know i've had my coach you know i tell what what i'm going through you know, why i'm happening and i don't want to say because i'm a coach you know you know you know you know a lot of people have so oh, i'm a coach i have to be perfect i can't show my demons it happens yeah. but i've been very upfront with my coach you know we've we've had hard discussions all yeah. right but hard discussion doesn't mean that we end the relationship yeah, right yeah. you know hard discussion should make us stick together yeah. all right remember we don't live in a camp exactly <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. now when i came and met you here i don't know what you've gone through till that 1 o'clock that i met and what i've gone through all right. right so and i don't know what you will go through when i leave here so when yeah. we live in the same environment it's easier to handle you yeah. know so and um, so why i'm saying this was you definitely will go through a lot of these uh, challenges that is why you need that 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 like i said this is where you need a coach yeah yeah when you're going through tough times that is where you need a coach to help you come out of the tough times and when you're going through great times you need a coach even more so that yeah. you ensure that you know you don't uh, what do you say my coach it. keeps telling you know i tell everyone he says treat yourself like a crystal you know once you, know, you need to protect yourself mm. so and um, yeah just just be upfront and uh, if you can leave the ego aside a lot of things are possible yeah yeah you know like you said right it is uh, it's not about uh, just tough you know being a tough nut and yeah. uh, you know going through everything and yeah. all that right so that is not where i am coming from but like you also mentioned if that becomes a pattern of giving up becomes yeah. a pattern yeah. you have to kind of understand yeah. you have to be honest with yourself as to why it is happening right you uh, is it uh, you know is it a time to be vulnerable or is it a time to toughen up yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so that is uh, unless you know yourself uh, and you are being honest with yourself you won't be able you to won't be do it yeah do it so that is where like uh, maintaining that equanimity yeah. uh, and understanding your thoughts kind of come into the picture understand okay observe yourself observe your thought pattern of those thoughts what is affecting which way and is it helping you yeah is it something that you can control or is it something that controls you yeah right? true absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah i mean like uh, robert greene i mean i'm a really big fan of him he says uh, we think we are a lot in control in life hmm. where you're born to who you're born with what dna you're born what genetics you're born which school you went to even which college you went to first 25 years even which girl you get married also is not in your control most of the times especially <laughs> from india right right yeah right he says 98% of your life is not in control hmm. all right but there's some 2% that's there in control but he says that if you can extend that 2% to 3% hmm. all right he says you know the leaders in the world are not in control of everything what makes them different is that 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 the 2% they make it 5% even in their life 90% is still not in control right all right you know um you know you know biden being the most powerful president currently i mean the us president is still a powerful he still can't control putin <laughs> right <laughs> and that has changed everything in spite right. of being so powerful there are so many things is still not in control right yeah. who am i individually right yeah. but what are the things can i extend the 2% to 3% thing mm. all right that can start with as basic as waking up in the morning i mean they do it in what is i think the navy seals or something the first thing is like you know cleaning up your bed mm-hmm. brushing your teeth and the first things you know if you can start doing things from there and then you'll start seeing how 
you know, things start following the picture. All right. So you start doing the small things over a period of time. You can't control everything, but if you can marginally improve that 1%, I think many things can still tilt you away yeah. over a period of time. Yeah. Good. It's been superb discussion. <laughs> can keep going about this. There's no end, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the beauty of this thing, right? right? You can just keep asking questions. You can keep going. There's no end to it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they, uh, this has been fantastic. You know, we had uh, uh, a very long uh, discussion yeah. uh, about your journey. Um, you know, even in the our first edition of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for those who haven't uh, listened, I <laughs> I will add that link uh, in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, definitely give that uh, a listen uh, or watch, uh, whatever may be. And you will understand uh, the life journey of uh, Shreyas. Uh, he's he's been a good friend uh, and uh, an excellent coach for uh, <laughs> many. Uh, and uh, he all the best for your uh, journey ahead and uh, i'm looking forward to number 345 <laughs> <laughs> thanks thanks venki uh, thanks for having me over um it's i mean fit, i mean solid's been i mean one of the things i really admire you and is your selflessness to give to the community yeah. you know what you're doing you know i see on bbcs races though in a different sport but the, your ability to outreach to people from various aspects of your life your humility your calmness no matter whatever challenges that you've gone in life there's a lot of calmness that i see in you you know which i really you know really envy at times uh, you know why can't i have a calmness like venki <laughs> you know like you're so calm you know and also being a competitive person you know to come up and to sit back and see other people win so kudos to being who you are and really wish you um you know another 900 more episodes with different kinds of people so that we can always keep learning evolving and then till the time that we are here we can contribute learn and make this our lives better and everybody's lives better around us so thank you so much thank you thank you I appreciate the kind words and uh, wish you all the best thanks thank that was my conversation with shreyas i hope you enjoyed that if you are enjoying these podcasts and are finding them useful please consider supporting the podcast by subscribing to the channel on youtube as well as on your favorite podcasting app it really helps thanks again for your continuous support see you next week with another guest